0: Hello guys, and welcome back to the Network Podcast. Today is going to be another special episode. It's going to be an extra episode on top of the ones that I recorded with Joey. Today, Costa is back to discuss the Euro tournament. What's up, guys? Okay, so a few, I think, believe two episodes ago, we made some predictions about the group stage. The group stage already started. This time, we're trying to be more unbiased. So the knockout rounds, round of 16, start tomorrow. So we're recording it Friday, June 25th. And I just got to give some credit to Costa. His predictions were pretty good. Mine, not so much. I don't remember all of them, but what I have. Turkey is the dark horse. They scored one goal, didn't even pick up a point. I said Harry Kane would be the top scorer right now. He's dropped three terrible performances and has zero goals, zero assists. But Costa, tell me about your predictions. So I said that Austria
1: was going to go pretty far, and you were laughing at me, but... I mean, they are playing Italy, so obviously I hope they lose, but just making it out of their group stage is good enough. And I also said that Ronaldo and Lukaku would be top scorers, and they're up there for some of the most goals.
0: Yeah, maybe I did um, doubt Ronaldo a bit, which is stupid, but he does have five goals, I believe, right now. Um, Three of them coming from penalties, but still, at the end of the day, you still have to score penalties. I mean, we actually looked up the penalty stats Out of There have been 14 penalties awarded at the Euros, and 8 of them have been scored. So just under 50%, which is a lot less than the normal penalty percentage. Um, I'll look that up in a minute. But it was really helped by um, Portugal on the last day with the Portugal-France game. There were three penalties in that game. All three of those were scored. Before that, throughout the tournament, penalties have been at 50% or less. So all credit to Ronaldo. I mean, every chance you get in a tournament like this, you're going to have to take. The group stage can be a little bit more lenient, but when it comes to the knockout rounds, I think you really have to take those chances. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, Spain,
1: I've seen, has had issues. They've had two penalties. Both of them were missed. They had Gerard Moreno on the first one. He hit the post, and then Morata on the second one, and he got it saved, I'm pretty sure. So yep. you got to be taking those chances even, no matter what team you are, you have to be scoring those. And they're like the easiest chances. Obviously, not all the time they're easy, but they're all the same.
0: Yeah, people like to make fun of players who score a lot of penalties as their goals, but it's not always a given to um to score penalties. So I just did some, a little bit of math. In the tournament so far, 57% of penalties have been scored, but since 2009 almost 76% of penalties are usually scored in all leagues across the world so the percentage of those are significantly low who knows what that's up to whether that be pressure on the players from an international tournament and we're going to preview the matches coming up but let's just start since you talked about it let's start with Spain so Spain in the group they didn't have the hardest group they really should have I think they should have beat Poland on paper and they have a better team than Sweden on paper. They tied Sweden 0-0, tied Poland 1-1, and then they did um, they did win 5-0 against Slovakia, which is a good result for them. But um, we can look at it a couple ways. They only conceded one goal, but their inability to score, I think the last game flatters them a bit. You know, they were a bit unlucky with two own goals from Slovakia, or Slovakia was a bit unlucky with two own goals i don't think spain has shown that much looking at the bracket now they play croatia in the first game if they were to win that they'd most likely have to play france which i don't see them winning the left side of this bracket is looking a lot more dangerous so just to read it out for everyone that's watching or listening rather the left side of the bracket has belgium portugal italy austria france switzerland croatia spain So if you look at that, in my opinion, Belgium, Portugal, Italy, and France are probably the four favorites for the tournament after the group stage. At least I would say top four. What do you think about that statement? I definitely agree with that.
1: England, obviously they played pretty well, but they came off that 0-0 draw against Scotland. And I just think that they can't bring in the goals, which you're going to need to supply against these big teams.
0: Yeah, the other side, speaking of England, has Sweden, Ukraine, England, Germany, Netherlands, Czech Republic, and Wales, Denmark. And you look at those teams. I did call Germany a dark horse, which they put up a really good performance against Portugal, an okay one against France, and then scraped through against Hungary. In all fairness to Hungary, they put up some really good performances against um, the big teams in that group. To get two points from that group is a great achievement from them. But then... um, yeah, you really look at that and to think if england germany and netherlands one of them is most likely going to be in the final none of them are really favorites before the tournament england was but after their three group stage games it, they had very disappointing group stage games coming off a narrow 1-0 win against croatia which they got the job done but then a 0-0 against scotland which they didn't really look like creating at all and then another 1-0 win against um czech republic you can't get it one of two ways as you said you're going to need to score to win these tournaments and win these big games but on the flip side they can't lose if they don't concede unless it obviously goes to penalties so you know southgate the coach of england rightfully so getting some criticism um or maybe it's not rightfully so because they won their group which is what they set out to do you know these next few games especially this game against germany is really going to show what they're made of. Because if they scrape through the tournament all 1-0, I don't think the England fans are going to have a problem with that. But, you know, with the attacking talent they have, we mentioned it last episode, Grealish Kane, who's probably the the best striker in England, if not one of the best two or three in the world. He's looked non-existent in this tournament. You have Sterling, who's finding a little bit of form, scoring both of England's goals. They're only two goals. Grealish finally getting some time. Foden played well. Mason Mount out for COVID right now. But anyway, what, do you, what do you think about England's group stage and how do you think they'll fare the rest of the tournament? I think that if Kane
1: does not show up, they're going to have to bench him eventually. Or, But in the knockout stages, you don't have room for that. You either have to play him or bench him. There's no if he doesn't play well. Because it's if he doesn't play well, then you, he has to rely on the other players on the team that have to do well and score the goals.
0: Yeah, we like talking hypothetical. You're the England coach. What starting 11, or at least, let's just go, what forward 4? So, uh, he likes to play a 4-2-3-1. So, striker, left attacking mid, right attacking mid, and center attacking mid. Who would you play for this game against Germany? So, at striker, I think
1: that I maybe would start Calvert-Lewin, and then sub Kane on in, like, the second half, or unless Calvert-Lewin's playing well. But after these three games... I don't think he should start. I don't think he deserves it, and I don't think he should be near the team after those starts. Then in the center cam, I think that
0: Mount, maybe? I don't think Mount's going to be available because of COVID protocols. Oh, yeah. He did come in contact with Billy Gilmore, and it looks like he'll be out for the Germany game. So
1: I think that right cam, then, or I think center cam could be Phil Foden or Sterling. Could start there, then right cam. I think Sancho deserves a chance there, and then left cam should be Grealish, and I think that they'll do really well. Then say that one more
0: time. You said Sancho, Foden, and Grealish. Yeah, and then Calvert-Lewin as striker or Rashford. I don't disagree with that. I think we spoke about England's inability to score goals, but um, doing well defending that could pay dividends against a team like Germany. Um, you know, making yourself hard to score on is a great, great um trait to have as a team in a big tournament and i heard someone saying this before the tournament england they don't want to go against the big teams they don't want to be naive and just pretend like oh we're going to outplay them i think they need to be smart and be like we have fast players on the break players that are creative players like rashford sterling sancho foden all those players that can really really hurt a team on the break so if they let a team like germany you know they defend a little bit not too much where they have an insane amount of pressure but just enough where They keep their shape, don't give Germany a lot of space. I think they can really hurt them on the counterattack. When you say hurting them on the counterattack, I'm trying to think of what striker to go for, you know. Kane with Tottenham. Tottenham did counterattack a lot, and he had a lot of goals and assists. But you think on a counterattack, your striker wants to be at the spearhead of that attack. Work it through your midfield. His hold-up play could help, but then you go someone like Calvert-Lewin. He doesn't want to be the one dropping deep and then creating it. He can hold the ball off a little bit. Then he'll go forward, try and get on the end of a cross or something like that, maybe a through ball, and he's a great finisher. Again, Rashford, he has missed some chances. As a Man United fan, I'm a big fan of him, but I have seen some of the chances he's missed. But the pace, his dribbling ability could be really helpful for England as well. I think Southgate, what he's going to do, I think he sticks with Kane. And I think maybe I stick with Kane, even if you do counterattack, He's your captain. He had a great season. I understand why people would bench him. And if he didn't start, I wouldn't be completely opposed to that. But still, I think you trust Kane. At least start him. If he's having a terrible first half, you can always sub on Calvert-Lewin in the second half. And then I would like to see... I think he's going to start Sterling. So we'll go Sterling on the left. And the other two, I would love to see Grealish and Foden. I think Foden's been one of England's best players so far um Grealish had a great game he got an assist the one game he started and as much as I criticized Sterling in the beginning he has both of England's two goals he's got some pace he knows how to play on the counter a bit so I think that would really suit them if they want to beat Germany um I did say Germany was a dark horse so they could go out early well I didn't give myself a lot of credit for my predictions I did have some terrible ones like saying Turkey was a dark horse they did terrible but I did say England and Portugal. For some reason, I believe they would go out early. And you have England playing Germany and Belgium playing Portugal. So there is a chance for both of them to go out early. In this side of the bracket, England side, looking at it the other way, whoever wins England-Germany has a good shot at the semifinals at least. I mean, going on, whoever's a favorite. The Netherlands should win their little group of four. They play Czech Republic and then winner of Wales-Denmark. And then I think they should be able to handle those teams the way the Netherlands are playing. Um, and then England, Germany, they just have to win that semifinal game and it's a final for them. So let us we'll do some predictions later of every single game. Let's go. Let's just start from the beginning once again. And uh, let's preview all the games a little bit. Belgium, Portugal. Who do you think is going to win that and why? So I think
1: Belgium will win the game because I don't think Portugal will have enough or I don't think they'll be ready for the Lukaku, De Bruyne, Hazard and whoever they ha- else they have. I don't think that Portugal will will be ready for it. They won't be ready for Lukaku or De Bruyne and that they'll win that game, that's why.
0: Yeah. I'm feeling I'm kind of leaning towards Belgium. But Belgium always seem to be favorites in big tournaments, and they don't quite deliver. Either getting knocked out at the semi-finals or quarter-finals, it's usually around that stage. I'm in the past few World Cups and Euros. In the last Euros, I believe it was the quarter-finals to Wales, actually in extra time. In the World Cup, I can't remember if it was. I think it was the semi-final against France. In the previous World Cup, I don't remember against who, but it was also in the quarter-finals. I think. That might have been against Germany, perhaps. I don't. I just know they beat the U.S. and then got knocked out in that tournament. So a team that has had a golden generation these past few years, haven't been able to capitalize. I think... See, I think Belgium should win. As you said, De Bruyne and Lukaku are scary to play against, especially De Bruyne came back fit, scored a goal. I think he scored one or two, had an, some assists. He's looking dangerous. I wouldn't want to play against him. But then you don't want to count out Ronaldo, especially if portugal get a penalty if they get a penalty i just back ronaldo to score it and you know their back line hasn't been the best portugal's this tournament granted they did have a hard group but they gave up four goals against germany two goals against france so two goals a game you probably want to lower the goals um, conceded in a tournament like this especially a team against belgium but i think belgium's going to edge it as well but i don't want to count out ronaldo and the rest of the Portuguese side, especially after the coach experimented a little bit, benched Bruno, played Renato Sanchez, who looked good, and some other players. So we'll see how that game goes. I'm going to agree with you and go with Belgium. Next, we have Italy and Austria. So first talk about Italy, then you can talk about Austria since they're your underdogs. Italy, they de- they had one of the best group stages of any team, I think. Granted, they didn't have the hardest group, which is what a lot of people said, but they didn't concede any goals, which the only other team to do that in the tournament so far is England. They scored seven, which compare that to England. England only scored two. So Italy, they're able to score goals and keep a clean sheet, which is very, very important in a tournament. And while I think they haven't been tested. Uh, they just looked really good. And it, against a team like Austria, I think they should be able to beat them comfortably. You know, I don't want to jinx anything, but I think especially if a team has aspirations of winning the tournament, They got to go outplay Austria, score a goal or two early and finish the game off and look forward to the next game. But they don't want to look forward to the next game until the game is over. I say they focus on this game. Don't take their opponents too lightly, but I think they have to beat them. What do you think about Austria? So I also think Italy's going to win, obviously. uh,
1: So with Austria, I'm pretty sure they had seven points out of their group. They conceded none against Ukraine. They won that game one zero, and against Netherlands they uh oh no sorry they had six points, they had two ties and a win. No, no that's two wins, two, two wins, wins and, and a loss. Yeah, so they lost to the Netherlands. I'm pretty sure two one, and uh oh two zero sorry, so I just don't think they can score goals against the big teams, and that that's gonna be their downfall. Their defense won't be able to hang up with. Italy's great great attack as they showed
0: in the group stage. So I'm going to see Austria exiting. Yeah, and everyone's saying what's important in any international tournament for any team, the midfield. Italy the first cup two games they played Barella, Locatelli and Jorginho who looked really good. Then they benched um benched Barella and Locatelli. Jorginho once again looked good in the third game. They also got Veratti back from injury who looked like the man of the match. Pessina also played in the midfield. He scored. So it looks like Italy has some options in the midfield, and I think they've got to win this game. They look good. I know they may not be the hardest team, Austria, but once again, they don't want to take them lightly. And so I'm going to go to Italy to win that game and to face Belgium. But one thing I did think about is in Portugal's group, Portugal, France, and Germany, one thing that might give them an advantage is they already played some difficult teams. So teams like Italy, Netherlands, England, they didn't have the hardest group. But these teams like France, Portugal, Germany, Belgium goes in the previous category as well. They had to play against some of the best teams in the world. Maybe it'll prepare them for the knockout stages. They already know what to do if their team is going down. You know, one downside to Italy perhaps is if they go down, how are they going to react? They haven't they don't know how it feels to concede a goal in this tournament. You know, they're favorites or at least one of the favorites to win after the group stage they might start to panic if Austria gets a cheap goal or something like that so I think it's important for Italy just to stay calm and believe in themselves because they definitely have the best or the better players to beat Austria so now going into France Switzerland how you feeling about this matchup um I don't think really think it's too much to think
1: about France should be winning this game very comfortably I just don't see Switzerland getting near France maybe get one lucky goal and that, like, in the
0: beginning, but then France will come back and just
1: win easily.
0: Yeah, I think France should win this game. You know, I do want to see some upsets in this tournament, and upsets happen in tournaments statistically. So maybe with one of these games, a team is going to sneak a win, but I don't think it's going to be this game. I think France is too strong. Once again, they had a tough group. Let me try and think. They scored one against Portugal, one they, not one against Portugal. They scored four goals in um in the tournament and conceded three. So it's pretty even. They haven't scored an insane amount of goals. They haven't conceded a little amount. They're kind of even. T- obviously tying two and winning one, but I think this Switzerland team, France definitely has the quality to beat them. I think they had a tough group. You know, as even though Hungary was the worst team in their group, Hungary is playing great, as I said before. So now that they're playing an easier team, I think they got to show them that they mean business and they got to put a dominant performance against Switzerland. And looking at the next game, whoever wins that, Croatia or Spain, I think France has a great chance of beating them as well. So you look at Croatia, obviously they are World Cup finalists, but that was a bit of a fluke. They didn't really have to play any difficult teams until the final. Maybe England. They had a decent tournament, but they were never favorites to win the World Cup last time. And now you have players like Maldric, all their star players that are a little bit older. They don't have Mansukić anymore, no longer plays international soccer. And then look at Spain. I said there'd be an upset in this tournament. I could see Croatia beating Spain. Obviously, Spain not looking great. Does that 5-0 win indicate that? Now they've found the the right recipe to win these games against these teams that aren't the best. You know, Busquets did start the last game. Maybe that's the key for them. But I think I'm still going to back Spain in this game, but I wouldn't be surprised if this was the one that there was a bit of an upset. What do you think, Croatia-Spain? I definitely think that Spain will lose
1: eventually, but I don't think it will be against croatia Usually they lose against like these mid to low level teams like in Croatia, which in the World Cup they lost to Russia, but I can't see this happening against Croatia. Like you said, the 5-0 win, I think that'll lift them up a little and they'll see this game out against Croatia and face France.
0: If you look at their previous tournaments, they won three tournaments in a row, the 2008 Euros, the 2010 World Cup, and the 2012 Euros. Since then, they went crashing out in the group stage of the 2014 World Cup. I believe they got knocked out in the first knockout stage to Italy in the 2016 Euros. Then in 2018, as you said, that was once again the round of 16 to Russia um, on penalties in the World Cup. And now the Euros, they do want to make amends with that, but there are some worrying signs. The lack of a a true goal-scoring number 9, If you look at their, they did score six goals in the group stage and concede one, which sounds good on paper, but when you really consider it, two lackluster first games, a 0-0 draw against Sweden and a 1-1 draw against Poland, and then a 5-0 draw against Slovakia. It's not as good as it sounds. They have been playing Morata up top, I believe, for all three of them, who he hasn't looked great, to be honest. I think he doesn't have any goals. I can double-check that. Um, He has a missed penalty um so yeah what do you think who do you think they should play at striker for this game um i think that they should
1: just continue to play morata because even though he might not bring in the goals i think he is good hold-up play and will be able to supply supply a goal maybe not score one but supply one and maybe get some assists
0: okay so i just looked it up real quick he does have one goal which was against poland but he also has he has that goal he has the missed penalty he missed some big chances as well, so his confidence may not be that high. I think in a tournament like this, you want an informed striker. So they're forward. They haven't looked great. Um, but just to wrap up this side of the bracket, I'm going to go Belgium, Italy, France, and Spain. Although I could see Croatia sneaking it. Let's go to the other side of the bracket. First game, really no quote-unquote big nation. You got Sweden, Ukraine. Who do you think's so winning that game? I think that
1: Sweden's gonna win this game. They looked really uh, good in the group stages, coming first, going in front of Spain, which they tied zero uh, zero. But I think Alexander Isaac played really well, and that he, if he keeps playing like that, he doesn't score all the goals or much goals, but he is just one that just dribbles. And supplies goals.
0: So I definitely think Sweden will win this game. Yeah, he's looked very bright in this tournament so far. I don't think he has any goals yet. But Sweden, they've just found ways to win in this tournament. Or they tied Spain, which is all they needed to do, 0-0. Then they got a 1-0 win against Slovakia, which was... It was a penalty, but they still found a way to win. Kept a clean sheet. And then Poland... They scored first, Poland tied it up, they scored again, Poland tied it up again, and then they won it all to make them group winners in a group with Spain, which is a very impressive um, thing to do. Also, I feel like they just have a solid team. They may, they don't really have any superstars. You know, Alexander Isaac's playing well, Forsberg has a few goals. You have Lindelof from Manchester United, who's a solid defender in the back line, and um, Yeah, as much as Ukraine, you know, they are coached by Shevchenko, not the most experienced manager. They also have um, Yarmolenko, and then I believe their other player, I may pronounce the name wrong, but Yaramchuk, who scored a couple goals. So they could be dangerous on the attack, but I think Sweden should win this game. They have a much better side, more of a unit, and I think they're going to advance to play winner of England-Germany now. Going to England-Germany. Who do you think wins that game? That's one of the biggest games of this round. I'd say probably the second biggest, or maybe as big as Belgium-Portugal. Who do you think wins that? So, just to talk about it a little before. If England
1: don't show up, then Germany will win this. But if Germany play how they played against Portugal, that 4-2 win. And they score that many goals, or close to that, even three, I just can't see England scoring three or four to win that game or bring it into
0: extra time. So I'm going to go with Germany winning the game, though. I'm going to contradict my. I uh, see. I'm just going to think out loud for a minute. England have proved that they're hard to score against, even if it is against the uh, lesser nations. They haven't conceded a goal. As I mentioned before, the only other team to do that besides Italy. And I think this is where it pays dividends. I'm not the biggest fan of Southgate because I do want to see players like Sancho play. I want to see Grealish get given more time. And I would have liked to see him maybe give Calvert-Lewin some more time when Kane hasn't been performing well. But I think they'll squeak a win out here. Maybe a 1-0 or 2-0. Once again, this could obviously go either way. I think Germany are the underdogs. And I think whoever wins... I'm sorry, I think Germany were my dark horses, as I said, for this tournament. No one expects them to go far. But I think both teams are going to want to win this game badly because they'll have to play Sweden or Ukraine in the next match with both teams beat in the World Cup three years ago. And I think they'll fancy their chances there. But I I think I'm going to go... It's a difficult decision because I think whoever wins this will go to the semifinal. But I'm going to go England... And then we'll predict the rest of the bracket later. I just think England will find a way to win it. Um, I believe, you no, know, they are playing in Wembley. Not at full capacity, but they're still home in their own nation. We'll get some fans behind them. And I think they'll find a way to win. bit controversial. I'm, I'm really not sure about that game. But I'm going to stick with England. Next game, we got Netherlands, Czech Republic. Netherlands, they had a great group stage. Um, one of three teams to win all three of their games. They did, I think they've conceded two goals. You know, the first game they looked really well. They looked really good. Then all of a sudden they conceded two goals in about five minutes to Ukraine. After that, it was pretty smooth sailing for the rest of the group. They should win. But controversially, I said Spain and Croatia could go either. way. maybe that'll be an upset. I wouldn't be completely surprised if Czech Republic won this game. You know, Patrick Schick, he has three goals this tournament already, including a great goal from pretty much the halfway line. And I don't think Czech Republic has the best team on paper, but they've put in some solid performances, narrowly lost to England 1-0. Then they get a 2-0 win against Scotland and a 1-0 win against Croatia. So I am think Netherlands should win this game, but I wouldn't be surprised if Czech Republic pulled the rabbit out of the hat. What do you think? So...
1: I think that Czech Republic are going to lose and I'm going to go with Netherlands to win. But I definitely think that it'll be a close game but because it just depends on how Czech Republic turn up on the day. It can go either way if they turn up really good uh, really good and perform, but if they don't then it's going to be like 3 or 4-0. And also from or as we saw in the group stages, Netherlands had a a lot of different goal scorers. Why now them had three goals, Dumfries
0: had two goals, Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure Memphis Matt Mallon had one, Memphis had one or two as well. So they definitely had one. Yeah, they scored a lot of goals. Yeah,
1: so they definitely can supply the goals, which I just can't see Czech Republic matching them and just topping them. Unless it will go into penalties, but I just don't see that coming.
0: Yeah, and just to go back that point to that point you made Netherlands, they actually have the most goals of anyone in the tournament with eight goals. Then comes Italy, Belgium, and Portugal, all with seven. And then Germany and Spain with six apiece. Once again, most of Spain's coming in one match. Germany also have, they had four in one match as well. So we can take that into account. And the last game to preview, Wales-Denmark. Another one of the games which has no quote-unquote big nations. You have Denmark, very, very unfortunate what happened to Christian Eriksen in their first game against Finland who I thought was the worst team in that group but um, luckily he's doing okay now they lost to Belgium but they were able to beat um, Russia in their last game quite comprehensively which booked them a spot in second I believe in their group Wales they looked okay in the group stage you know they held Italy to 1-0 Italy was already through and they didn't play the strongest team, but they were able to beat. They were able to draw against um, uh, Switzerland. Switzerland, yes, thank you. And they beat Turkey. So I don't want to count Wales out. They obviously were semi finalists in the tournament five years ago. So I'm gonna let you start this one. Who do you think's winning, Wales, Denmark? So I'm gonna go with Denmark to win because
1: they're gonna. They're coming off the back of that four-one win against Russia and they're just really confident right now, and they're obviously trying to do it for Ericsson, uh, obviously terrible what happened, so I think that's some more willpower that are that are pushing them through this, so I see Denmark winning this, but it can definitely go either way.
0: Yeah, I could see this going either way as well. I would like both teams to win, to be honest. Wales, they obviously have Dan James from Manchester United, who I'm a big fan of. They have Bale, who's capable of great things, although he did miss a penalty. He had... A couple really nice assists against Turkey. But Denmark, you know, you as you said, they're trying to do it for Ericsson. They actually have a solid team. Even without Eriksen, they have Hoybier and Delaney in the midfield. Hoybier who actually leads the tournament with assists with three, which is very surprising. They have Poulsen, who can score some goals here and there. They also have Kasper Schmeichel, an experienced goalkeeper and goal, as well as Kjerg in centre-back, who's also put in some good performances. Christensen coming off... A champions league winning season i want to go wales but i think denmark is going to win that group so just for everyone we have belgium italy france spain sweden i have england you have germany then netherlands and denmark advancing so we're just going to go through we're not going to preview the games just a little prediction belgium italy who wins that game so
1: i not to be biased, but I think Italy will win that game because obviously it's hard to say it now because you don't know like what they're looking like after the round of 16 games. But just saying it now, I think Italy will win that game.
0: Yeah, we said we think Italy's going to win it all. You have to back your own team. We have them going to the final. So I think Belgium's going to be a tough game. Maybe go to extra time if it does end up being Italy-Belgium. Even Italy-Portugal, I could see going to extra time. But I think Italy... They're going to get the job done. Their resolute defending is going to pay dividends. Even if they can't keep a clean sheet for the whole tournament, I think their defending is going to play a big part in this, and they're going to be semifinalists against, I believe, France. I think France has got to beat Switzerland. They have way too much quality. And if Croatia upsets Spain, if Spain, as the slight favorites, probably win, I think France is going to overpower that team as well. I just think, as I said, France is too good, and they'll face Italy in the semifinals. What do you think about that side? No, I definitely agree with you. Whether Unless Switzerland obviously
1: win, I think France is winning that uh, group, beating Croatia or Spain, because they're just too strong.
0: And then, as good as France is, we're back, we're back in Italy. I think Italy's going to get the job done. You know, France is great, but Italy's known for defending, and I think, as we keep bringing up, they have a clean sheet, maybe not against the best teams. Scoring seven goals is a plus, so if they can... Keep a clean sheet or at least limit France's chances and goals, you know? Then give the ball to their creative players. If Verratti's playing, if they have Barella, if they have Berardi, Chiesa, Insigne, and then Immobile has two goals so far this tournament, he can finish. Hopefully, he'll fire them to the final of the tournament. Now, let's go to the other side. Sweden playing either England or Germany. You have Germany. I have England. Who do you think wins that? So...
1: I can definitely see Sweden pulling off the upset here, which will be the biggest upset of the tournament. So I'm going to go with Sweden beating
0: Germany, which I had. I was actually thinking the same thing. I wish we went for a different upset. But in the group stage of my predictions, I was trying to be a little too smart, which ended up making me look stupid. I'm trying to do the same thing here. But I don't know. England or Germany... I could, I could see both of those teams winning it even though they're not favorites just because their side isn't that hard and when it comes to a one game final anything can happen. But conversely, Sweden, they look like a good side a bit of a well-oiled machine being able to hold Spain although they don't have the best attacking talent as we said, Morata's not on form. they do have some great players being able to hold them to a goalless draw is a big plus and could help them later in this tournament. I think... There's going to be some upsets in this tournament. I think Sweden are going to be the ones to reach the semi-finals of this Euros and beat um, either England or Germany, whoever wins there. Then...
1: So I just wanted to add another thing on that again. Since I did have Germany against Sweden, uh, I think it'll also be a little revenge from the World Cup in 2018 because they did play each other in the group stage, which... Germany obviously still came last, but Germany scored in well, the last couple of minutes to beat Sweden off a really nice free kick from Cruz But there was also a controversial call in the beginning of the game, which should have gone Sweden's way, but it didn't.
0: Sweden, there was a clear penalty that should have been given for Sweden that wasn't given. So yeah, I could see Sweden wanting some revenge. Talk about revenge. They played England in the knockout stages. England knocked them out. So if Sweden wins this game, whoever they're going to play... They're going to be wanting some revenge for the last tournament. And I think, you know, why not? Sweden's got a solid team. There's going to be an upset in this tournament. So maybe it'll be that game. The next game, Netherlands-Denmark. I'm trying to predict the upsets well. Don't make them all upsets. I'm going to go with Netherlands. Even without Van Dijk, I think they have a good enough team to beat whoever wins that game, Wales or Denmark. Obviously, we went with Denmark. I think Denmark's got a solid side. But I'm going to go nails. Sorry, the Netherlands, they're just going to be too strong and they're going to win that game and reach the semifinal against Sweden. And just to wrap that up before you say your predictions, as much as I think Sweden can pull off the upset, I think the Netherlands are going to reach the final. I don't think the Netherlands have the greatest team in the tournament. They did have a solid group stage. That 10 minutes against Ukraine is worrying that they gave up two goals. But then you take that 10 minutes out of it, they have most goals scored in the tournament besides those two, as I said, no goals conceded. So, you know, they could be looking like a solid team if they need Wijnaldum to keep performing, Um, Memphis maybe to score a couple more goals, Dumfries to keep performing on that right side, and people like DeLick just to defend well. Well, What do you think?
1: So I think that I don't want to go with only upsets on this side, but I think Denmark will have the willpower to go through a uh, Netherlands and play Sweden in the semi-final, which I think that Sweden will reach the final and play Italy.
0: Okay, you think Sweden, Italy, and then an Italy win. So now let's just go for a couple upsets that we think could happen. We said our main predictions. We tried to work an upset into there. But when you said Denmark, Netherlands, I was just imagining in my head, I think Netherlands are going to get the job done, but if they don't, and Denmark squeeze it in I could see a penalty shootout you know there are a few games usually in uh major tournaments that go into penalty shootouts based on the games we predicted I can see um Netherlands and Denmark going into penalties I can see England Germany going into penalties um any other games? Belgium, Portugal, I think, is gonna be a close game. I can maybe seeing that go into extra time, but I think after extra time that'll get it done. Other than that, those are my two predictions for penalty games. Netherlands against Denmark. Hopefully if they both win their games. And then England, Germany against penalties. That would be some great penalty drama. Especially if there's some history between those two teams. So yeah, any any other, you know. Out of the blue or out of left field predictions, any games you think that could go into penalties based off our predictions or just the draw itself?
1: So I definitely could see Croatia-Spain going into extra time or def- or uh, penalties. And then I could see the semifinal, uh, in my prediction, Sweden versus Denmark going into penalties. All right.
0: So that's everything. Let's just recap. We have Belgium meeting Portugal, Italy, Austria... France beating Switzerland, Croatia losing to Spain, Sweden beating Ukraine. Then we both picked one peach. He, he picked Germany. Germany. I picked England. Not too confident about that prediction. One thing, if Germany... I'm trying to predict everything. So I was going to say if Germany wins, I think they'll beat Sweden. But I'm going to stick with Sweden winning that. Although I think Germany has a dangerous side. I think Sweden's going to get to the semifinal. Then Netherlands and Denmark to win then italy to beat france sorry italy to beat belgium and then france to reach the final to beat netherlands and then i think sweden to lose in the semifinals to the netherlands you think sweden to beat denmark in the semifinals and have sweden italy final so yeah. let's just that just about wraps it up let's just go into top scores real quick you know there's not much to um, to predict Ronaldo's have ronaldo has 5 everyone else is behind him with 3 I think, I'm looking at this, I'm looking at anyone to catch Ronaldo, I am looking at Lukaku and Aldem, but if we do tip Sweden to go far, you have to look at Forsberg, all of them are on three goals, I think the, the, the Netherlands, if anyone's going to catch Ronaldo, controversially, because he's a midfielder, I'm going to go with Aldem, even though as I said, he's a midfielder, he usually doesn't get the most goals. He actually did have a good record for the Netherlands in qualifying, scoring a majority of their goals, or at least a large portion of them. Him already having three goals, and with the Netherlands being on the weaker side of the tournament, you know, the only big nation they would have to play wouldn't be till the semi-final, being England or Germany, and we actually both predicted them to lose to Sweden. So if they could avoid any big teams until the final i think vinaldo has a big chance of being top scorer also ronaldo or lukaku could get knocked out which would hurt one of their chances respectively especially if ronaldo gets knocked out that'll make a little bit more interesting to see who could catch up to him what do you think so i think that
1: if portugal win that game then he's gonna win it no doubt and no one will uh be able to catch up to him Or even if they do get knocked out and Ronaldo just gets one or two goals in that game, which will bring him to six or seven, I still can't see anyone reaching him or maybe drawing him, but no one going above him.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. As much as I like Forsberg and I like Sweden's chances, I think maybe he'll score a goal, maybe two, but I think some other players are going to start picking up for them to win. They're not going to have the most comprehensive victories, maybe a 1-0, a 2-1 here. To make it further in this tournament. Maybe Isaac finally scoring in this tournament. But other than that. I think Ronaldo is going to stay top scorer. But as much as I can see Lukaku doing it. I'm going to go with Vanaldo Who has an easier run of games. To catch him if not surpass him in the tournament. So once again everyone. Thank you guys for listening. This is going to go up tomorrow. Right away in the morning. 7am on Saturday. This won't count as one of our usual episodes. As I'm recording tomorrow night with Joe to bring you guys a episode on movies and TVs to be released on Tuesday. So thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the underscore network underscore pod. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace.